Thanks for joining us for today's edition of Lessons for Living. His word so fresh in our hearts abound. His word made flesh in the here and now. A new life is beginning. Lord, let us hear your lessons for living. Lord, let us hear your lessons for living. What is God saying to him? It wasn't about Moses. And as a leader... Joshua, it's not about you. It's about God. It's the same principle. So don't, and I know you're not, but don't ever put the stability of a church or our walk with God on you, on a pastor, on a group of elders. The stability of this church as all church, the security of this church as all church is not on men. It's always on God. How do you feel when you know that there's about to be a big change in your life? Even if the change is good, there's still some nervousness. Ask anyone who's about to get married. There are nerves galore and fear. Will it work out? Will I be a good spouse? And on it goes. A lot of anxieties can only be lessened by going through the experience that's causing the concern. Pastor Mark will be teaching about the area where the Christ follower never has to worry. Their foundation which is Jesus. Remember, there's quite a few ways to receive a copy of Pastor Mark's teaching. We'll be sharing all that information with you at the close of today's broadcast. Now, here's Pastor Mark in Hebrews chapter 13 as he begins his message, Real Security, Our Unchanging God. Lord, us hear your lessons for Hebrews chapter 13. Let me just encourage you before I start teaching, there isn't a better time to invite people to church than during these times. So have that on your heart. Just pray about that. Ask the Lord to give you someone. uh, I really don't know in this world, and of course this is worldwide, what People do without Jesus. Amen? I have no idea. Do you know this? And I was talking to the pastors today. We're the only ones that have the answer. I'm very serious. We're the only ones that have the answer for all of this stuff. We've always been the only one that had the answer. But the world now has no answers. And we do. By the way, as you turn to Hebrews chapter 13, I've got a great stock tip for you. Make big bucks if you have any cash that you can put in it. What is it in? Home safes. Is that amazing? Why? How many remember your grandpa telling you about, well, we stick the cash under the mattress? Anybody remember those days? And seriously, there was an article in one of the papers that just said, this is going like just out of the stores. Because people are afraid that their money is going to be worth almost nothing. Well, let me just remind you, our security is not in a safe. Our lives 
are not safe. Our money is not safe. Our possessions are not safe. Our retirements are not safe. Only God is safe and secure. So if you don't have a relationship with God, impossible. All bets are off worldwide. First thing to write is that God is our real security. He alone is safe and unchanging. Now, as you look at Hebrews chapter 13, verse 8, interesting. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. How often during those political commercials that we're being bombarded with, do we hear this statement? Well, he or she has flip-flopped on the issue. They used to believe this, now they stand for this. Not only do earthly leaders flip-flop on the issues, but earthly leaders come and they go. In four years, we'll see another whole group of new leaders that are raised up if we're still around. And against that backdrop, with our world economic and our political system here in the United States, we see a statement in verse 8 about stability and security. Now, what is it that remains the same? The next thing you want to write is this. This is very good. Jesus is the same in his character, because he's God. He's the same in his person, again, because he's God. God doesn't change. And in his attributes. So that sameness covers A to Z. Now, think about that. Why doesn't Jesus change? Well, why should he change? Everything Jesus is and does is perfect. Why would you change? There is nothing to change. Now, obviously, in our life, that's very different. We're always making changes, trying to improve this and this and this and all these kind of things. But with Jesus, he's already perfection. Everything he does and everything he is, he's perfect. He's God. And so there is no reason to change. When you reach perfection, just stay there. Can't get any better than perfection. So it sounds strange to us, but it's very common sense. Now, where does this stability of the Godhead here in the book of Hebrews, what does it point back to? Go right back to verse 5. Keep your lives free from the love of money and be content with what you have because God has said, here's this stability again, security, never will I leave you. Never will I forsake you. So we can say with confidence, the Lord is my helper. I will not be afraid. What can man do to me? So as we look to God, he's our leader. As we will look to him, there is security. There is a sense of peace. There's a sense that everything is going to be all right. Now, Sometimes people in our churches worry. Some of you may worry, even here in this church. What will happen when 
the senior pastor leaves or dies or whatever. And we get into that kind of mode. Well, it's a foolish question to even play with in your mind. Number one, because the church is not built on a man. If the church is built on a man, it should go under. The church is built on Jesus Christ. He's our foundation. He's never going to change. People change. You'll see that in a moment. But the church, if it's founded on Jesus, that's a solid rock. Also, remember what Jesus said about his church. It would never fail. So you don't have to worry. It doesn't matter. In a short period of time, I'll be 65. And as you heard me say before, as soon as I get it, I get that Medicare sheet, and I'm just going to sit back on the couch, and my wife's going to bring me iced tea, and I'm doing nothing the rest of my life. <laughs> you all know better than that already, didn't My wife just had a heart attack. and back and listen to that. She knows way better. Remember, the transition of a pastor, whatever, and by the way, I'm not thinking of retiring until Jesus takes care of that, and I'm not thinking of going anywhere. And as Jesus directs me, and at the moment, you're stuck with me, so here I am. Now, think about this. <laughs> Turn with me to Joshua 1. We need to see this. Because we all kind of have funky ideas about that. I used to even think about that in the hospital world. Well, what if the boss that I really get along with, what if he leaves? And then I get this nightmare of a boss in. How is that going to work? What's it going to look like? Well, I had to finally get that out of my mind because everything that God does in our life is directed by Him, and whatever happens, it's going to be okay. Joshua chapter 1, good thing for us to remind ourselves in all this change that's going on. Joshua 1, verse 1. After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, the Lord said to Joshua, son of Nun, Moses said, Now Moses, my servant is dead. Now then... You and all these people, get ready to cross the Jordan River into the land I'm about to give to them, to the Israelites. I will give you, Joshua, every place where you set your foot, as I promised Moses. Remember, the promised land was given to the children of Israel. God doesn't lie. Your territory will extend from the desert to Lebanon and from the great river of the Euphrates, all the Hittite country, to the great sea on the west. No one will be able to stand up against you. All the days of your life. And here's the key. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will never leave you or never forsake you. So, Joshua, be strong and courageous. Because you will lead these people to inherit the land I swore to the forefathers to give them. Be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the law my servant Moses gave you. Do not turn from the right to, to, or to the left, that you may be successful wherever you go. And do not let the book of the law depart from your mouth. Meditate on it day and night, so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. Understand this. The stability and security was not found in Moses. Moses is one of the great, of course, book of Hebrews. What is it? Contrast between Moses and Jesus. I mean, Moses is an incredible man of God. What a man of faith. But the stability and security was not found in Moses. You see, when Moses left, Joshua stepped to the plate. He was an understudy. Of all people shaking in their boots, who was it? Joshua. 
How do I know that? God has to repeat to him. Now be courageous. Now be very courageous. Okay, Joshua. Now be very, very courageous. Why is he saying that? Because Joshua is looking at himself and comparing himself against who? Moses. How would you like to be the next guy? What is God saying to him? It wasn't about Moses. And as a leader, Joshua, it's not about you. It's about God. It's the same principle. So don't, and I know you're not, but don't ever put the stability of a church or our walk with God on you, on a pastor, on a group of elders. The stability of this church as all church, the security of this church as all church is not on men. It's always on God. He will take care of his church. By the way, even though you're a man and you're a dad and you're a father, yes, you have some responsibility in your home as a spiritual leader. But the stability of your home is not in you. It's in the God who you serve. So men, just be humble. The God who put you and your wife together is the God that's going to bring you through. Whatever. That's our security. So there's another thing. My wife was reading me uh, some of her Bible study that she teaches uh, a group of people outside the church. Many of them are just brand new Christians or seeking to become Christians. She read me something yesterday. I said, I got to use that. Many times we think our security is in the things that God gives us. That's a big danger. Our security is not in this building, the nice lights, the new screen things, the screen over here, the cameras and parking lot. Our security isn't any kind of that stuff. Our security is in the person of Jesus Christ. It's not the possessions that Jesus Christ gives us. He gives us richly all things to enjoy. But our security is not in the good stuff he even gives us. And we have to think about that because as some of this stuff that God gives us gets stripped away, we kind of like, well, God, I'm not secure. That's a dangerous place to be because it's not in the stuff. It's not in your job. It's in the person of Jesus Christ. He's the one that's the same yesterday and today and forever. Now, back to Hebrews chapter 13, verse 8. What about yesterday? Well, the yesterday simply means the past. Jesus came to earth to live and die and become sinful man's only way back to God. Today, where is Jesus today? You know where he is. He sits at the right hand of God. What is he doing there? He's interceding for us. As I speak, it's a current relationship. Jesus Christ the same yesterday, today, and what about forever? Eternity. Jesus has promised to meet our needs forever. The ending verse of the book of Revelation says this, The grace of the Lord Jesus be with God's people. Amen. Are you glad grace is right at the end? I'm glad it's right at the end. It's still going to be there. So there's not a time in the world that I don't need God's grace. Jesus' death on the cross was a picture of this grace. We'll see a little more of that as we go through the teaching. And at the end of the Bible, here's one of those unchanging attributes. God, Jesus, the Holy Spirit, the Godhead is full of grace. What does that say to me? 
Why am I secure? Because I know this never changes. Jesus is always for us. He's always for us. He said, Pastor Mark, I'm not sure in this environment that God's always for us. Oh, he is. You put your faith in him. He won't forsake you. If you're struggling, just read the last 10 or 12 verses of Romans chapter 8 as a homework assignment. You will discover that God planned your life and my life so that nothing could separate us from his love. Nothing. Pastor Mark, I can think of something. Go ahead. That list will take care of you. Nothing can separate us from his love. Now, because Jesus Christ is always the same, who tries to attack that? The enemy, Satan. Remember, right in the garden, said to Eve, well, God didn't say that. So he always is attacking the truth of God. Why? Because Satan's a liar. Well, that brings us to verse number nine. Do not be carried away by all kinds of strange teachings. Remember in context who we're talking about. We're talking about these Hebrew Christ followers who are listening to their friends now, their old Jewish friends, tell them to come back to Judaism. And if they would come back, all this persecution that they were experiencing would be over. But since Jesus is the same, and the Bible is the same, the author to the Hebrews says to them, you can see them sitting in a little circle and reading this letter, don't look for some new doctrine or truth. Don't go back to that which you just left. That's foolish. It's amazing. In our world, we like the word new. All the years that I was in hospital pharmacy, that's why I enjoyed pharmacy. Because when I started out in college, we had a course called pharmacognosy. It was about roots and rhizomes and all kinds of stuff that you'd plants and leaves, and you'd have to identify these leaves and whatever, and digitalis came from this, and all these crazy things. You know, I, you talk about the kids that are in college, so now they laugh out of their gourd. Give me a break. You had leaves and things you had to identify. We've moved way past that. Now, the reason I like the pharmacy was, about every two or three weeks, there's a brand new drug, some new discovery. And it was incredible. And it attacked this, and it was good for us. And they were always working on something new. It was an exciting field. And by the way, it hasn't changed. It hasn't changed at all today. Still that way. Very much medical field is an exciting field. There's a danger, though, when you carry that over to the spiritual. Here's a statement that I didn't make. Somebody made a long time ago. You ought to have this in your Bible somewhere. If it's new, it's not true. We're talking spiritually. If it's true, it's not new. So this is exactly what the writer is saying. Satan is always tempting us to come up with something that's New. That's why the Lakeland thing took place. Why? That was a strange teaching. Still is strange. Of course, all over with dead, finished. Why? Because always looking for a new experience that had no biblical basis. 
So God simply reminds us in this passage that the Word of God is always the same. It never gets old. There's a passage in the Old Testament that basically says this, stay to the old paths of life. They're always safe. They've been traveled by saints forever, and they will always deliver us to the same destination. So don't look for anything outside this. Pastor Mark, I found this new revelation. Wow. You mean all of these guys for the last 2,000 years, with all their education, all the anointing of the Spirit, they never found it, but you did? Wow, I'm impressed. Doesn't happen. Now, for you, it might be a new revelation, but somebody's already come up with it, and it's solid. It's been proven over and over and over again. What protects us from strange teaching? Keep your finger right there. Let's go back to the book of Ephesians. Ephesians chapter 4. It's important in our day and age to understand that God knew these kind of things would happen. God knew that there would be many churches today that will not teach the Word of God. They'll teach parts of it. But in Ephesians chapter 4, look down to verse 11. It was He, Jesus who gave some to be apostles, some to be prophets, some to be evangelists, some to be pastor, pastors and teachers. Why did God give them these ministry gifts to the church? Verse 12, to prepare God's people for works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up. Well, how long will that take? Until we all reach unity in the faith, and in the knowledge of the Son of God, and become mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. So how long will the pastor-teacher, that's the one I'll talk about on those gifts, how long will that pastor-teacher gift be in our churches? How long? Well, until we reach unity in the faith, and we become mature, just like Jesus Christ. How long? Oh, another week or two, we'll have it down, right? No, we'll never get there. So the church, that's why in Revelation chapter 4, what happens to the church? To heaven. Then we are. Then we will be like him. Why? No more sin nature. That's when my final maturity comes. That's that full sanctification. It's actually the glorification that's going to happen to us. Until then, God's given these minister gifts. One of them, you see, pastor teachers. We have lots of pastor teachers in this body. Why did he do it? For that maturity. Now, what's the opposite of the maturity? The opposite of maturity is being influenced by strange teaching. Look at the next verse. Then we will no longer be infants tossed back and forth by the waves and blown here and there notice by every wind of teaching well what is behind that teaching and the cunning and craftiness of men in their deceitful scheming 
In his teaching today, Pastor Mark reminded you that our God has all of the answers for an unsure world. While everybody's looking for a way to acquire security for their health and everything else in their lives, Christ followers have the answer. Pastor Mark went on to explain using scripture about God's absolute dependability and how he's not changed throughout time. There's so much to learn from Pastor Mark's current series, so be sure to join us again. In the meantime, we'd like to offer you a CD copy of today's message for your own archives or for you to share with friends and family. Visit LessonsForLivingRadio.com and click on Order a Message at the top of the page. There you'll be asked for the mailing information and be sure to include today's date. Each CD costs $5 to cover materials and shipping. Again, to order your CD copy, visit LessonsForLivingRadio.com. Next time, Pastor Mark will continue this message, Real Security, Our Unchanging God. You'll hear more from both the Old and New Testaments about God's consistent message and character throughout recorded history. You'll also learn how to interpret the messages you'll hear in the world through the filter of the Bible, learning to keep the good and toss the bad. We've run out of time today, but we do encourage you to tune in next time as Pastor Mark will continue teaching through the book of Hebrews. That's next time on Lessons for Living.